and welcome to the Declassified Cheat Codes podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. I am one of your hosts, Josiah from Caterpillar Mom Plays. And I'm your other host, Hill House from Good Games, Good Vibes on YouTube. International sensation. Anyway. <laughs> yes, yes, I forgot about that part. I am uh, welcome. David Hasselhoff of Good Vibes. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you see that a couple of weeks ago they were, I, hopefully I didn't talk about this already, but you see a couple of weeks ago they were auctioning off the um, actual, like, what do you call it? The wax sculpture of David Hasselhoff that was used in the first Spongebob movie for when what? they were riding on him. <laughs> oh, wow. Near the end of the movie when David Hasselhoff is like a a speedboat version of a human. Um, yeah. SpongeBob and Patrick have to ride on top of him and they were auctioning it off. And I think it was like well over a million dollars was the last I saw the auction. Of it. Oh my and God. It is massive. Dude, that's crazy. Did you look that at is it? Crazy. <laughs> Did they post uh, oh my how God, much it got that is to? So stupid. Did dude. it finish selling? Because this is weeks ago when I saw it. I saw when it was first listed and it was like 900 and something thousand. Oh, that's disgusting, dude. Kind of a perv. Picks yeah, it's up. got all the hair on it, too. <laughs> it's got all the chest oh my hair God, and leg dude. hair. <laughs> and back Just hair, so because stupid. you got a good shot of the back hair. <laughs> but yeah, it's great. Um, oh I don't even God. know why I'm talking about that. Oh, you mentioned David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Um, yes, that I'm the David just... Hasselhoff. <laughs> Yes. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I remember somebody posted it on Reddit and the top comment was complaining that that's why the $600 that the government was giving us wasn't enough money. Was <laughs> 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 he needed enough to own that David Hasloth? Oh um, my God. But yeah. Um, yeah. That being said, we're, I'm always talking about like eBay listings and stuff, but that one was on like a serious auctioning website too. It wasn't even on eBay because they knew it would go for millions, I guess. But that being said, um, <laughs> oh, welcome wow. to the show. And um, welcome. We are a gaming news podcast where we sometimes talk about the newest news in gaming. And uh, most of the time we just bullshit around and talk about anything under the sun and um you as a time it's wax figurines with chest hair (laughs) right (laughs) it's gonna be a new segment of the show because i'm constantly adding segments but we're gonna have a wax uh we should have have his baywatch (laughs) song at that (laughs) oh that'd be great oh anyway (laughs) David Hasselhoff Hour. But anyway, um, yeah, we are a gaming news podcast and we talk about yes. news and games. Yes. Uh, if you're new to the show, we talk about games that we've played in the last week or at least since the last time we posted an episode. And this week I played um, a handful of games that I hadn't played before, but I knew a lot about. And one game that I touched on way back and I'm still disappointed by. Um, so... I was just basically doing Xboxes. Um, they, there's like uh, Game Pass rewards for if you do certain tasks within Game Pass games. It's just something to like kill time and earn small amounts of currency um, that's virtual. But anyway, um, there were some challenges for some larger games. And these are games that I actually have never started because I assumed they were very large and I didn't have the time to invest in them. And uh, one of them was Gears 5. And to be honest, I thought I already played some of Gears 5. And my brain was confusing Gears 5 with Gears 4. I've played a decent amount of Gears 4. I haven't finished it. But I must say I was really impressed by Gears 5. I know that... Gears 5 is impressive, yes. It's a very impressive game. Yes, it is phenomenal. Um, I feel like it is ignored by the mass public because it is an Xbox exclusive, which is a shame. Um, voice acting, lighting, surround sound, lighting. Yes. Can I say lighting a million times? Um, if it you is play an amazing the, looking game. <laughs> if you play the beginning of the actual um, like story of the game, the lighting is unbelievable. And I'm not even like using the best television. 
And I'm not even using the best Xbox, <laughs> but it still looks amazing. And the lighting just blew me away. Um, it reminded me a lot of Last of Us 2's like um, backgrounds and the detail and the. Um, yeah, you're right. Just, you're right. It, it's it reminded me a lot of Last of Us 2. And that's a game that I have said multiple times is my favorite game of last year. So the fact that this game can like look at Last of Us 2 and look visually just as good, if not better at times, is a shame that it's not getting the coverage that it should be getting because the game runs really well. Um, I don't know. I haven't played like much of it, but I've played a couple of the first chapters and I have to say it is amazing. And <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like I am I have been like contributing to the crime that is ignoring the Gears franchise since the Xbox One came out, you know, um, because it, it's never really like struck a chord with me. I never played the older Gears titles, so I didn't really have much interest in these titles. Um, but Gears 5 is amazing. Like everything about it is stellar. So I was very impressed by it. Um, and that's a game that probably has mediocre reviews just because people actually haven't played it, you know? So that being said, um, I also played, um, Monster Hunter World, which I had played before way back when it first came out. And I have to say that I'm still disappointed by it. Um, Monster Hunter World is very open and that's fine if you don't have anything better to do with your life. But to me... Uh, Monster Hunter World is not focused enough um, to be invested in. It's very hard for me to pay attention to the game. And that could just be me. I know there's a lot of fans of the game. Um, I'm not going to say the game looks bad because it looks great. Um, I went back oh, yeah, yeah. to playing it after probably not playing it for a year and a half. It still looks awesome. Monster Hunter World is an amazing looking game. Um, it's just boring. And... Um, I guess if the thing is, if I treated it like a walking simulator, um, it's really not that bad. But if you treat if I treat it like a game that I want to collect things in and um, boost my my uh, character and stuff and modify, which is what it's supposed to be. Um, it's I don't know. It just doesn't draw me in like other games that are designed to do that. And I don't know. I guess I'm okay having a opinion about Monster Hunter World that is not the common opinion of it, but that's just because the two experiences I've had with it are just really lackluster. And um, yeah, that's like all I have to say about Monster Hunter World. Um, I don't know if you've played it. Have you played it before? I I did uh, way back when it first came out, I played it on Xbox and uh, Kiki and I both did. And it was just, it was just at first we had a hard time trying to get over the controls because I thought the controls were just a little bit wonky. It felt like you didn't really have that good control over your guy. You know, to me, it just, it just seemed like it was a yes. little too much, but then just the, the whole, the whole massiveness of the game. I was like, there was just too much to do, too much to watch, too much to take care of, too much to to keep track of. Yes. And I was just like, yeah, it's just too much for me, man. I want to get in there and I want to blow some shit up and kill somebody. That's about it. That's all I want to do. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I think it's one of those. Uh, you know, that's why I even I even I stopped. I, I stopped my subscription to WoW yesterday. Yesterday. Mm -hmm. After 16 years. After over two thousand dollars, <laughs> I have stopped my the subscription math? to Wow. <laughs> yes, it was almost twenty two hundred dollars, and uh, I'm actually I surprised even, it's that uh, low. Was, I was I even like conservative. I was even conservative with it because I I imagine there were times when I got the six month Game Pass, you know, the six month uh, 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 subscription deal. But yeah, yeah, and. You know, I, I just 
yeah, Monster Hunter World is just too much, man. Games like that are just too much for me. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that are into them, and we know a couple. We know a couple of people that are very religious Monster World Hunter, Monster Hunter World players, and <laughs> it's just yeah, it's not for me. Definitely yeah, not for it, me. I think, I think it's one of the few games that doesn't benefit from the fact that it has no focus, and it's well. The thing is, yeah. I feel like it should have more focus on what you need to do. It needs to be a little bit more straightforward. I think there's too much, too much content is not a bad thing. It just, it just needs to be more focused. And I think it lacks yeah. a lot of, um, I guess I can't think of a better word than focus, but it lacks the um, ability to feel like you're flowing through it. I feel like early yeah. on in the gameplay of this game, you can, not know what to do and that's bad um after you finish the entire intro which i didn't replay this time um and then you get into that main hub world uh that hub world is very large and there is not like words telling you what things are uh they kind of just expect you to find it and that's a immediate turnoff for someone who's not willing to waste a lot of time um I don't know. I feel like the game just needs more focus. I'm not saying, I mean, a, a lot of people will probably say like, yeah. well, the game doesn't hold your hand through the whole thing. But the thing is, I feel like it could a little bit more like early on, just because the problem is this style it's of a, game. It's a good way idea, to get you acclimated. Right. But this style of game, they, instead of showing you what to do, this game is the type of game that has a bunch of text that tells you what to do. And to yeah. me, that's yeah. really boring. That's a boring way of doing tutorials. But this is one of those games where you will have to go through like 20 dialogue boxes just to figure out where you need to go. And if you weren't paying attention to all of them, you won't know where you need to go. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's annoying to yeah. me that they, it does have tutorials and it does hold your hand, but it's not in a visual sense. It's in a here, read this sense. So um that yeah. being said, that's all I have to say about Monster Hunter World. I think that you did hit on something else, though. Uh, the actual battles with the monsters, when you're actually battling them, I feel They're like awkward. the hit detection could be better. They're very awkward. Um, yes, yes. They're, they're they awkward are. to the point where you're wondering if that's really supposed to be the center of the game. And it gets to the point where if you're playing Monster Hunter World and the battles with the monsters are awkward, then you're like, okay, well, then I guess customizing and collecting is the center point of the game. But then when you say Which that, it's just boring. It feels, yeah, it feels awkward because you're like, it should have been about the, the monster battles. <laughs> so I feel like if they do make a sequel yeah. to this game, I know they keep doing expansions, but if they do make a true Call it sequel, collector hoarder world. No, they just need to focus on the monster battles. They need to feel yes. a lot like more accurate. They just feel like either luck or bad luck. You know, I never feel like I'm understanding it's what's actually like you going gotta, on. Yeah, and it's like you got to move back and forth with your guy until you find the sweet spot of where it actually hits when you swing. And that's the thing that annoyed me. Even even Dauntless. Dauntless is a free version of Monster Hunter World. It's like right. the Fortnite of Monster Hunter World, okay? But it is mm -hmm. a very well-done game. It looks very good. It's a very beautiful game. However, it even that game, it it improves on the hit the the combat hit right. on uh on on that aspect of it but not that much and i <laughs> i just think that you know if it's if it ain't broke don't fix it <laughs> so they just it's still enough, bad <laughs> it's enough to where it doesn't make it annoying you know you know that you know you know when you're hitting the guy and you know you 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 find that sweet spot a lot easier than you do in monster hunter world but yeah. it's still the same thing i thought that it would be a lot less convoluted uh, but the thing is, to, Dauntless is you know, free. Dauntless. Yeah, so but you it's can the be same forgiving. Thing, though. <laughs> I'm saying yeah, that yeah, some of my true. opinion of Monster Hunter World yeah. may be weighing on the fact that I paid $60 for it. <laughs> true, and true. 
That being said, I've only ever paid $60 for like three games or something. If you listen to this show, that may sound stupid, but I do wait for sales like all the freaking time. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. And they've all been disappointing. Every time I've ever paid $60 for a game, it's been disappointing. <laughs> None more yeah. disappointing than Monster Hunter World, where I felt like the actual battles with the monsters should have been more engaging. But I understand some people really like it, and I think it's more of a... And I don't even feel like it's a good role-playing game. I feel like there's not enough to do in it to even, like, create another game out of it, you know? So, I don't know. So, I know a lot of people do not agree with our opinion of Monster Hunter World, but I have to say, after a year and a half or two years, whatever it was, it hasn't aged any better. It just has the same feeling to me where I don't feel like I have any idea what I'm doing. And I don't feel like... Sorry, guys, but your game sucks. (laughs) And the thing is, I mean, you can argue get good is why I don't like the game. Um, but I don't feel like looking yeah, up know. a guide to Monster Hunter World. Like exactly. I'll play another game that exactly. like makes sense. <laughs> but um that being And there's said, only so much that your friends can show you on it, dude. Right. There's only so much hand holding that your friends can do before they want to go and do their own freaking thing. So I agree. It's just too much, man. It's just too much of a game. Yeah. Don't be ever overwhelmed. Anyway. Just don't play. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. play Overwatch. Yeah. Um that being said though, I have an opposite opinion of Mass Effect Andromeda. And this is going to also come as a surprise to people. I have never played a Mass Effect game. And that's really bad, I know. <laughs> But it's more of, I know if I started playing them, I would have to play them from the beginning and I'd have to play all of them. And they're all 360 backwards compatible. I mean, I do have them in EA Play. I just have to like set aside the time to actually choose to start to tackle those games. And I know they're classics. I know that a lot of people have strong opinions on the third one. But a strong opinion about the offshoot game or the fourth in the series that a lot of people hate is uh, that Mass Effect Andromeda is a shitstorm that never should have existed. (laughs) Um, That being said, um, I was okay playing Mass Effect Andromeda without playing the other three because I had heard so much that it has nothing to do with Mass Effect. (laughs) So that being said, (laughs) I thought there was no harm in playing it having not played the other three. And I have to say, having not played the other three, I'm really enjoying the game. And I don't know why. Um, Maybe people were comparing it to the rest of the series too much, but having no knowledge of how the other games are played, this game is... If it didn't have the word Mass Effect on it, I'm wondering if people would have actually liked this game. Um, I don't think the graphics look that bad. I remember people were making fun of the graphics. Maybe they've improved them over the years. I don't see why they would have. It didn't make much money. Um but the graphics look good. It feels like it performs just as well as something like Destiny does. Um, I like the third person a lot. Um, there's not enough third person games. The planet is beautiful. Yeah. The cutscenes are pretty good. Um, the idea of the setup for the game is also really good. You play as a character on a ship that wakes up from cryogenic sleep, and you're supposed to... I don't think this is really spoilers, because the game is very old. And uh, this is all in the intro. (laughs) This is all in the intro. But you wake up from cryogenic sleep after like, I don't know, 60 years or something ridiculous, which sounds really cool for a setup for a game. And you're supposed to be going to a new Earth, basically a planet that has been named that it is colonizable, basically. And it is fitting for human life to live on. So you're in a big ship of people that are going to colonize an alien planet that is supposed to be like Earth. And by the time you get there, the planet obviously doesn't look like a planet that could be colonized. So you have to go down to the planet and figure out what's going on. And that's a great setup for a game. It's like a sci-fi mystery thing, but it also doesn't make the game too open. Um, from a story stand, from, from if you come back and see what the story is building... Um, compared to other games like Destiny or something. I feel like Destiny is too open. Um, Destiny has the ability yeah. that you can go anywhere you want. Um, 
You feel like the galaxy is limitless. You feel like uh, power is limitless. And it never feels like there's much threat going on. It's just bad guys and good guys. And that's about it. But with Mass Effect... There should always be something better than you out there. Yeah, you should right. feel that way. And with Mass Effect Andromeda, there's this effect of the fact that they said it took 60 years to get there makes you feel like any contact with other people from your same like um, race or um, humanity doesn't really matter. So it makes Species. you feel alone. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes you feel alone in that sense. And like running around on this planet, you feel like anything that happens is like a tree falling in a forest, you know? And that's a really cool setup. And I really appreciate that this game is more vulnerable in that sense. It's not that it's like a survival horror game or something, but the fact that you don't feel like you can just call in a freaking, you know, tank or something <laughs> to like destroy everything. It's a lot more grounded. It's the same reason that people love the older Star Wars movies because it felt more realistic and grounded within a reality. It's not yeah. overpowered. In the same sense, this game feels like a breath of fresh air in the sci-fi genre of video games. Um, even things like, I mean, I can't name another sci-fi game that meets this sweet spot because usually it's either too powerful and too crazy or it's a survival horror game where you're trapped in a box and there's no context of where you are, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually really enjoyed the game and I mean, I feel like I'm just offending people left and right, but I enjoyed Mass Effect Andromeda from how much I've played. Maybe it gets really repetitive. Maybe the plot gets really stupid. I don't know. But the first like two hours of gameplay, I, I'm having a blast with it. It's, it's really hard to put down. I think it's a really good game. And it's free with uh, Game Pass with EA Play. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird because I've heard that this makes like top 10 worst game lists all the freaking time. I think it made... Worst game, like, number one when it came out from, like, everybody agreed it was the worst game. It's just, I, it's just not a bad game. It's it's so not a bad game that, like, it's, it makes me feel like I'm playing the wrong game. <laughs> but um, that being said, um, I do recommend the game, even though, like, everyone doesn't recommend it. Hell yeah. But maybe, maybe after I play the other Mass Effects Maybe I will change my opinion, but maybe I can't believe I fucking played that. Yeah. The thing is, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just fortunate that I played it before the other ones. Maybe that's the only way you can appreciate the game because it has nothing to do with the other mass effects. You you could be absolutely right, man. Yeah. You could be right on that. Cause like, I don't know what's so special about the other mass effects, whether it's some sort of like political undertone that maybe this one doesn't have or Maybe the original trilogy was all male cast and people didn't, were pissed off that this one allows you to play as a female. I don't know what it is. Uh, I have no clue what it could be because if you look at this game as its own game, so far it's fine. and it, It's, it's yeah. very fine right now. And I all I can think of is it could get mediocre after a while, but um, I don't see it becoming a bad game unless like randomly in the game it switches engines <laughs> but um so far it's really i think it's a really cool game i like a lot about it it's got some inspiration from metroid prime in it it's got some inspiration from destiny in it i don't know there's like a lot going for it uh there's even some um what do you call it oh what was the name warframe there's some stuff that feels like warframe in it and I don't know oh, if wow. maybe all of the games I just named copied Mass Effect, except for Metroid Prime, of course. Um, but I don't know. It's it's a good game. So, like, I guess, <laughs> once again, I haven't played those games. I guess if, if everyone thinks that the entire genre of sci-fi video games is copying Mass Effect and every one of those games owes Mass Effect for their existence... Maybe you could be pissed off that this game feels like it's inspired by all the games that are ripping off Mass Effect rather than setting the bar higher. I could see how maybe that would piss people off. But if it didn't have the word Mass Effect on it, it is like way better than Anthem. 
<laughs> and it's really not that bad of a game. And like, I don't know, maybe, you know what? I, I think I need to do some research. Something makes me like bring up something in my memory where maybe the game originally had nothing to do with Mass Effect and they slapped the title on to sell more games. I could be wrong. I may need to research that, but I have something in the back of my brain of a game that did that. And this may have been it. I don't know. But no, I'll look into that. But anyway, I like the game and I don't know why it's hated. Now, there is a game that was loved by a lot of people where I swear I am not trying to just be cool. I don't hate this game because everybody loved it. And I don't actually hate the game. It is the Middle Earth Shadow of War game. And I never played the first yeah. game. So once again, I'm a bad example of this. Um, Shadow of War, it looks good. It plays fun. And there's just something, maybe I love Lord of the Rings and Tolkien too much, but there's something very off-putting when it feels like the the game is creating its own stuff that would not exist within Tolkien's version of Lord of the Rings. And it always feels a little weird. Like, I don't know if you know anything about the original books or if you watch the original forced. movies, huh? Like it feels forced. Like they're forcing, you know, the, the, I uh, think the thing that they're, they're, they're trying too hard with the, with the, with the story that he created. Right. It feels very untolkien. It feels like you hired a guy that was yeah. writing 80s sci-fi novels to make a new Lord of the Rings yeah. spinoff. I was very interested in this in this game and I watched some gameplay uh on YouTube. Yeah. And after that, I just it 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 just didn't it was like You get you get what I'm saying? I, I like it if doesn't I didn't enjoy the watching spirit, it. Yeah. It feels yeah it feels sacrilegious. It just didn't seem right. Yeah. And I think the main thing that pisses me off when people try to Oh, here, here, this is the thing that pisses me off. I'm sorry I'm doing this rant in a gaming podcast, but the thing that pisses me off is people that throw Lord of the Rings into everything else that is at all like mythical and magical. And that's just not what Lord of yeah. the Rings universe is. It is very grounded and it's very yes. controlled and everything has... I mean, the man wrote languages for like all these people. Like he would not leave out huge elements that people needed to know about. This was an entire world that he created. <laughs> yes. It wasn't just characters. It was it was it was characters, but there were there were lineages that were created. There were languages. There were right. uh, literal lore that in history that was created in this world that he made. Right, and to. To take that concept and then write a game and it feels like a bunch of Harry Potter type witches and wizards and stuff. It just feels very <laughs> off-putting. You know, you're just like, yeah, I don't know, because there wasn't that much magic in Lord of the Rings. It was very. No, there wasn't. There was enough only when it was necessary. But right. It, it, it's <laughs> and, not like it was easy to come by. <laughs> right. And I think that's the thing that's offensive to me the most is when people overuse magic in yes. the Lord of the Rings universe, because it does, it is not, it does not like sit well with me. That's just not how it is. You know, it, yeah, it doesn't need to be dungeons and dragoned like every single time no. anyone talks about Lord of the Rings, <laughs> but that's no, just it my opinion is it feels very icky when I was playing it. It's not a bad game. It plays well. If you're not a fan of Lord of the Rings, then maybe you'll like this game. But I feel like if you're a true like Tolkien Lord of the Rings book reading, you know, liner note studying <laughs> fan of Tolkien, um, it feels very it feels very much like a kick to the nuts from like an adolescent that has no idea what he's talking about, you know? Yeah. That that's yeah. what it feels like. It I feels feel like <laughs> it feels like an eighteen year old wrote a shadow of war and didn't get through the first book of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's okay. really what it feels like. It feels like they outsourced yeah. the writers and stuff to people who had no clue yeah. what the source material was. Um, but yeah, that being said, that's the last game that I played this week that I hadn't played before. And um, I feel like I'm split. Yeah. I feel like I like the games that people didn't talk about or like. 
And I didn't like the games that everyone likes. <laughs> you know, but I got to say, I played a little bit of Gears 5 and I played it on Xbox, but I do want to uh, download it for uh, PC. It's um, going to look phenomenal on PC. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it, it I can imagine it's just going to be amazing. It's just going to be crazy uh, good. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I, I really do like gears five i i thought that it was a phenomenal game and uh that's one of the ones that i'm thinking that i might get it back into and just because i only played it for like a day or two on xbox and then i got bored with it and started playing other stuff and um and it wasn't because the game wasn't beautiful or anything like that i was just into I, other games at the time you know what i mean and i've kind of taken a different direction so it's like those are one of the that's one of the campaigns that i would love to finish you know what i mean that i would love to just completely go through and finish that game so yeah i'm seriously considering downloading that again but the only thing that i played man was a lot mm -hmm. of uh red dead redemption online uh you know rdr2 um i played it online and uh, i've been playing it for a while and i went through and uh did not keep track of what it was going on i ended up playing for eight hours one day dude and just just not even necessarily doing the missions and or whatnot you know i found strangers that would offer me work and i was doing that but i was also just riding around and i was collecting footage and scenery and just it, it's such an amazing game and uh i've actually got a little bit to talk about once we get into the news about this but uh yeah played a lot of red dead redemption 2 online if you have not gotten the game for online alone just the online standalone game is worth it a hundred percent because uh this is the wild west of gta 5 is what it is and i recommend it a hundred percent man if you haven't gotten it yet just get it have fun yeah it is so so much fun and it's so beautiful to look at now now it's funny you bring that up because why do i like red dead redemption 2 more than i like monster hunter world minus the monster fights because you could say that red dead redemption 2 has the same problem of not having much to do and having way too big of a world, but it well, is that so much is more... actually what I'm going to be talking about <laughs> because they're fixing that problem alone. And to me, the, the combat alone is fixed. Uh, I was able to, I'm able to uh, dodge left and right and roll easily. I'm able to do all that stuff uh, that you do in uh, GTA five when you're doing in, in normal combat. So if you've been able to play that game at all, you're going to notice that they've, they've brought in exactly the same similarities in the combat style and everything else uh, into this part of the game. So they've, they've actually done some work and they've learned from what they've had with GTA five. Yeah. I just feel like even Red Dead Redemption 2 has a better sense of telling you where to go and what's the next thing to do. And you can completely, in your own time, choose when to do it. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I went hunt, I went hunting for hunting for a while, dude. I was just in, in uh, meeting up with certain people. Uh, I met up with another streamer and we were talking online through the voice chat and i turned my microphone sensitivity all the way up because i didn't realize that my mic was sitting out all the way to the left so i pulled it in closer to my face you know you could hear me but i had still turned the microphone sensitivity up but it didn't up my volume so i didn't know what was going on it makes your character's lips move better it is so wow. crazy when you talk the character's lips move so if you're looking to i forgot you know, about create that. any kind of content <laughs> or anything like that it is dude it is so incredible it is so neat and it's just you you really have to be careful you have to be careful where you go who you're talking to you got to watch what you're doing and just the fact that it's the wild west and a lot of people talked about also uh how getting around just seemed so to take so long you know there's fast travel so you have that ability you know as long as you have a few dollars in your in your uh in your in your pocket you can travel for two bucks from one city to the next and then you know go to your camp for like six dollars or something so and getting money is really easy it's really easy as long as you take jobs and you just knock them out but it's it's so much fun because it's so open and crazy and the weather and 
Yeah, I got some beautiful, beautiful cinematic shots of me on my horse with the lightning was striking in the mountains. It was just crazy, man. It was just so just it was nuts. Just visually, it was insane. So, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I enjoy it 100 percent. Sweet. Um, That being said, I guess we can head on to the news, even though I feel like we've done a pretty good program already just talking about random games <laughs> yeah we have actually yeah but yeah let's uh, get some news out there because we don't want people yeah. to fall behind on space news and gaming oh yeah it's time for the news bitch <laughs> anyway uh, so the first thing in news that I have is that um, the Nintendo theme park is delaying its opening uh, it's no longer going to be on February 6th um, oh wow and that is due to the fact that um, Tokyo and Japan is still in a state of emergency past the 6th so they are not yeah. just saying that the park is being delayed on its opening to right after the state of emergency runs up. Um, they are actually just saying that it's delaying its opening until further notice. So it's one of those things where, you know, it's sad because, you know, they're trying to get it out there and they're trying to open it up as soon as possible because everybody's been waiting. Um, but at the same time, yeah. it would be very irresponsible for them to open it without a safe way to have a grand opening, you know? So as much as it does hurt everyone involved <laughs> financially, it would not be smart um, for them to be opening it in the first place. Um, oh no, no. And it's already you're, you're paying wages for nothing. I mean, you're, right. you're, you're up and running and you're, you know, you got money just hemorrhaging. So why you might as well wait. Yeah, and the thing is, it was supposed to open to coincide with Mario's 35th anniversary slash also yes. with uh, Tokyo 2020, which if you were not aware, the Olympics being delayed a year, they were delayed a year. They were supposed to be last summer. And yep. what's so funny is I, I when I was trying to research this and make sure that um, not only that it was delayed, that they were still going to do it, um, Everything about it is still saying Tokyo 2020. And I think that I'm wondering if that's just because they're really lazy or what, like they don't want to redo all of the artwork that they've already made. But Tokyo 2020 Olympics is <laughs> scheduled for 2021 in the summer, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, that's going to be really funny. It's, I guess it's going to be called Tokyo 2020 and everyone's going to be like, wow, it's constantly reminding us of that year. But <laughs> yep. yeah, if you go to the Olympics website, it still says Tokyo 2020 on it and it's scheduled for the summer of 21. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I still feel like 2020 just told us on the 31st. Hey, uh, let me introduce you to my big brother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because this year is not. Yeah. 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 And the thing is. Hang on. Hang on, guys. Hang on. Hey. <laughs> The thing is, you could be hopeful about summer 2021, but man, yeah. man, I'm I'm feeling like to plan something that big, you would currently like I'm thinking fall or you know winter. Yeah. But the thing is, it's the Summer Olympics. There's a lot of uh, sports that have to be <laughs> exactly. they have to be held in the summer. There's Beach volleyball, for God's sakes, would be really weird. In I want to December. see them all. I want to see them all sprinting, men in their masks. That's what I want to see. I want to see them all running in their masks and doing the pole vault in their masks, doing uh the the swimming relays with a mask on underwater. Yeah, you're damn right. You're damn right. <laughs> Snorkels with masks on them. <laughs> the the gymnastics with them spinning their legs around, but with a mask on. <laughs> the horse yeah the pummel horse oh my god yeah that'd be awesome anyway man i'm I'm proud of you for knowing the name of that i never would have remembered the name of that i would have said horse but i forgot about i i've always been a 
you know, I know it sounds a little weird and strange, but I've always been a very big admirer of people who are gymnasts because those people are so strong and so disciplined and so short um, and they're just, well, not all of them. Well, yeah. I mean, for the most part, the yes, Olympic but, gold winners um, are very short. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know necessarily about some of the men, even on the rings and on the mm-hmm. bars, uh, the bars, the taller guys seem to do very, very good on the bars, but right. Um, it's just, yeah, yeah. I've always been a very big admirer of those people because they just, they're just tough ass people, man. I mean, they will drop to the floor and bounce like a fucking ball, but then they get up and they finish their shit. I think I've always enjoyed watching it because they're so intense. There's like, doesn't feel like there's anything more intense for the sake of not having to be intense. I think that's what's so funny about it is. I couldn't imagine flipping around like that, dude. I, I not in landing. Yeah. There's no way. I would land, but then I'd go Whoa, and fall to the left or something. Yeah, when they <laughs> do this be... like ridiculous triple spiral jump and then hit the corner and then they slightly <laughs> slip with their foot and then they bite their lip because you can tell that they're holding back the F word. <laughs> it's so... oh, like old girl when she broke her ankle or whatever. Remember right. That? Yeah. And she ran, dude. And when she landed, you knew that shit hurt, but she landed perfect. And then she was allowed to lift her leg. And I was like, up, oh, yep. Now it's time to take her out back. Yeah, by yeah. Bar you break shooter. your ankle, and they give you a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. worst part is they still oh. have to judge you. <laughs> exactly, and she won. She won because she she fucking aced that landing. So it's just they're just tough people, man. And I, they're not tough people. They're tough kids. These guys are kids. Yeah, when they're doing this, they're usually stuff. like These what, are not 14, like, 15? Yeah, it's very rare yeah. that these people go past 18, 19, 20. It's very rare. And uh, but these are just kids. So yeah, it has nothing to do with gaming, but uh I was about to say, to first guys. of all, what in the world are we talking about? But it is funny when Well, because I knew what a pummel horse was. Right. But it is <laughs> so. funny when they they become a star because they win all these yeah. golds and stuff, and they're like 14. But it's always really funny because they don't do advertisements until like well, next- that's not true. What do you mean? Because I noticed that as soon as they turn 18, there's all sorts of crap coming across my phone about so-and-so wears braless, whatever. And I'm like, who? <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Wears Daisy Duke pants. And I'm like, who? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I it what takes like is, but four years for suddenly them to be all over Wheaties and stuff like that. And I always wonder if it's yeah, because yeah, they yeah. can't like do big brand deals when you're under 18 or something. I don't know. That's what we're going to see from Tokyo 2021, bro. (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) the next thing in news that I have is that fall guys was accidentally and incorrectly announced for game pass. And it wasn't even an announcement. It was a comment by the Instagram Xbox game pass account. When someone asked when they were getting Fall Guys added to Game Pass, the account said something like soon or something. And um, that blew up because everyone thought Fall Guys was coming to Game Pass. And then um, within, I mean, this is all within hours. Uh, Within hours, uh, Fall Guys has to put out a tweet and they have to basically say that there has been no confirmation of this. And not only that, but they were acting like this doesn't make any sense why it was even announced. Then Microsoft has to come out and say that they didn't have confirmation of it. And it all comes down to uh, who is in charge of that Instagram account? Who? Because the thing is, if they're all lying because something wasn't signed yet, um, if everyone's like, oh, this hasn't been confirmed because, you know, PlayStation is still trying to, you know, squeeze more money out of Fall Guys. Um, if they still have to like not talk about it or something and everyone's lying because it's going to get it put on game pass in like a month, but they're not allowed to talk about it for a month. then that's one thing. But then the thing is, I mean, why would someone with that account not have known about that? Fall guys is a very big game. Uh, it was one of the most popular games of last year, period. Um, for many months, it was probably the most popular game. And, um, to just passingly say that it's coming to Game Pass in a comment, and then basically everyone 
has to then come out and say that it wasn't true is really awkward because it creates a situation where you equally feel like it will never come to Game Pass as much as you feel like it'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah. it's one of those things where you can't even take it with a grain of salt because it's just one of those things where that happened and there's really no opinion that you can have about it because, number one, they don't just give anyone access to the Game Pass uh, Instagram account. And number two, yeah. um, you know... The official Fall Guys <laughs> Twitter <laughs> handle had to act like they had no idea what they were talking about and basically told people that it's not coming to Game Pass. They didn't say something like, we have not been um, like notified of this actually being worked out or anything, or no one has contacted us. No, they basically said it's not coming to Game Pass. <laughs> so uh, that being said... Um, all I could say is it, it may it equally may never come to Game Pass or even Xbox altogether. And equally, um, it might be there tomorrow. So um the the thing that I do have is an opinion on it, and the opinion I have is that Fall Guys does need to come to Xbox. It does need to be on all platforms. It doesn't make any sense that it's not at this point, especially yeah. being out uh six months, I believe. And um yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that it's not because it's just hurting the sales of the battle passes or whatever they call it in Fall Guys. Um, what do they call it? Fall passes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just hurting the income of Fall Guys more than anything. And the thing is, Fall Guys is a very cheap game probably for Game Pass to pick up. So it just makes sense that if it was coming to Xbox, that it would be in Game Pass. So maybe the actual rumor is that it's coming to Xbox. Maybe yeah. the Game Pass account jumped the gun and assumed that they could get rights to it for Game Pass. Maybe the big elephant in the room that no one's addressing is that it's about to drop on Xbox next month or something. Maybe that's the big news. Um, so that's way more believable, but it's just really funny that it goes back and forth and no one, <laughs> no, no one was acting like... Everyone was acting like nobody knew what anyone was talking about, but at the same time, does Fall Guys really need that type of press? Like, it just seemed really random. Like, even if it was staged, it doesn't seem worth the time. <laughs> if anything, it just makes people mad at uh, Microsoft. But, you know, even that being said, like, where did you get their hopes up for all of an hour? <laughs> um, and the last piece of news that I have is that the new Pokemon Snap trailer uh was dropped this week and it looks Ooh. really baller um it reminds me a lot of the original uh pokemon snap it is funny that they're calling it the new pokemon snap which is a title that they use the word new and they're talking about consoles there was the new 3ds there was um the new wow is that the only thing that was new there was something else that was new and it was a console thing and they use the word new to basically identify that the hardware was a little bit different and things had to function with it. Um, but the fact that they're calling this the new Pokemon Snap feels kind of lazy because, I mean, the thing is, we've come so far away from the original Pokemon Snap. I feel like they could have called it Pokemon Snap. I don't think they needed to put the word new because, I mean, when you're talking over 20 years later, a game is released. I think you don't have to identify that the game's probably been changed. <laughs> you know? So it's not a remake. It is a new game. So I don't know. They could have just called it. I don't know. I guess new Pokemon Snap is better than Pokemon Snap for the Switch, <laughs> which is something else that they could have titled it. And I wouldn't have put it past them for titling it that. But it looks really good. It reminds me a lot of the original. And um, I think it's coming out pretty soon. I think it comes out in April. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. It looks really good. But that's all I have for news this week. I'm sorry I mostly talked about games that I played. But I know you have more news than me, so I'm going to give it over to you. Right on. Right on. Uh, it's all quick news, too. So, um yeah, you don't have to listen to me talk for very long. Uh, first thing, though, that I'm going to talk about, because I already talked about Red Dead Redemption 2 online. 
Love it, by the way. Get it. If you don't, you're <laughs> foolish. Um, anyway, uh, there is a leak that just came out. Now, data mining leaks, uh, you know, those are typically reliable. Um, however, they do, even though they do give reliable information, the information is it ends up being factual. Uh, it just people's conclusions end up going in the wrong direction sometimes. And, you know, you uh, misinterpret what it is that you're getting. But however, that being said, Red Dead Redemption 2 online has a huge data mining leak that just came out from Silent Core on YouTube. Uh, he was, uh, they were talking about, um, new files that had just been added to the game because there has been a recent update and, uh, you know, new files, nobody really cares, blah, 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 blah. But these guys, like I said, are data miners. Now, one of the main thing, and these are brand new files that just came onto this is drivable boats that have been found in the files. Now, uh, <laughs> these are. Also files that are talking about new bank robberies that are coming to the game. Um, money bonds, jewelry bags, uh, safes. Um, and now bank robberies. You no, know, you and I, I think we've talked about this before back in the day that people wanted bank robberies to happen in uh, uh, Red Dead Online or in Red Dead Redemption 2 in general. And um, but with online, when it came out, uh, a month after uh, RDR2 dropped, they, you know, people really wanted to see that happen, but there didn't seem like there was going to be a lot of support for the game and that they weren't going to put as much into it as they had with GTA 5. But that is not the case. Um, these guys are putting a lot into this game and it's it's really cool. Now, one of the cool things about it is there is a uh, Kyo Perico update that just took place on GTA 5. We talked about that recently where there is an island um, and that takes you back to that island that has to do with something in the story. Now, um, and it's locked just to this specific mission. Well, they're talking about an island called Guarma that is from the game's campaign in Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, I've gone ahead and gotten Red Dead Redemption 2 for PC, so I'm going to go ahead and do the campaign so I can learn about the island. Uh, but the uh, they're talking about having a, uh, a legendary bounty that takes people back to Guarma. So, uh, yeah, man, it's kind of exciting. They are putting a lot into this Western. Um, it's going to be... It is going to be so cool, man. I cannot wait to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, it, we're not talking about, we're not talking about speed boats. We're not talking about fan boats. We're not talking about anything like that. We're talking about uh, sailboats and uh, steam vessels, that kind of thing. So it's, yeah, we're talking about, dude, I sat down to play poker the other day with people from, I don't know where that were, you know, talking shit as I was playing poker with these guys and I loved it. It was so cool. And I didn't lose all my money. I left, you know, I'd lost like five or six bucks. So not a big deal, but it, it just, there's so much going on with online that this update that's going to be coming, uh, these new things that are being added. It just gives, uh, man, just makes me want to, uh, put more time into it and see what happens. So yeah, very exciting news for, uh, for red dead online. If you uh, if you've been playing it, man, it's just whew, cannot say enough about this game. Uh, another thing that's kind of cool. And this is another piece of good news. Um, there was some bad news that came out a couple of days ago, maybe a day ago uh, about Microsoft upping their prices for Xbox Live. And there was a lot of trash being talked. There was a lot of shit coming out. Well, Microsoft came out. And uh, they have uh, decided to reverse their decision. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and read you this, what they said real quick. They, they came out with this. We messed up today, and you were right to let us know. Connecting and playing with friends is a vital part of gaming, and we failed to meet the expectations of players who count on it every day. As a result, we have decided not to change Xbox Live Gold pricing. We're, we're turning this moment into an opportunity to bring Xbox Live more in line with how we see the player at the center of their experience for free to play games such as Fortnite, Dauntless, etc. You will no longer need an Xbox Live Gold membership to play those games on Xbox. We are working hard to deliver this change as soon as possible in the coming months. If you're an Xbox Live Gold member already, you stay at your current price for renewal. 
etc. And uh, new and existing members, etc. They talk about the prices. Very, very cool move. So basically, these guys were looked at like dicks two days ago. I mean, huge, huge hate coming and, and massive amounts of shade being thrown at Microsoft. And then like they turn this around and a lot, I'm saying like 90% of what I'm reading in these forums are like praise and applaud for Microsoft for doing the right thing and blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> I mean, they've turned, they turned lemon into lemonades is what they did. Uh, so was it intentional? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it could be that it was that intentional. It could be that it was to so that they looked better. raise you up to piss you off. That's one of the key things in sales is to bring your customer up to a, excitability and then bring them back down into a state of euphoria and you make that sale it's yeah absolutely yeah, if, and i can see microsoft doing that yeah if they made i don't know if they made a statement that they were just getting rid of microsoft gold subscription prices for free to for free to play uh multiplayer games that wouldn't have really made as much news as them no. first claiming that they were increasing price and then rewarding the complainers. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I, I don't know. There's there's something to be said about modern marketing strategies and the way things go viral that may be getting Everything attention. is a marketing strategy. Yeah. Everything is a marketing strategy, dude. Everything that people do online, you're thinking about what is going to do to give you that spot for the next move you know it's it, basically that's what it is that's what it is it's it's everything is a marketing move online man it's crazy it's insane it's nuts uh next thing i want to talk about is a game called bug snacks um you said that you had uh, played it a little bit correct um no i haven't because i don't have a playstation 5 <laughs> oh that's right that's it's a next gen thing well, I thought it was available on PC, I think too, wasn't it? Yeah, it's available other places, but it was free in December on PlayStation 5 with oh, PS Plus. It's through Epic. So that would it's have been through Epic the only Games. way. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Um, anyway, for as far as next generation console launches, this, uh, this was um, a game that came out and... Uh, you know, you're talking about games like Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and, you know, other things that came out. And uh, this was a uh, PS5 release, right? Yes. yes. And uh, so anyway, um, Kevin Zoon, he is the uh, senior creative director at uh, Young Horses, which is the developer of Bugsnax, says that they, because of the popularity and the 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 crazy just boom that this game has made uh this is almost like another among us or uh, i'm sorry another uh not another among us another uh fall guys I as far as popularity and craziness it's it's absolutely insane so what they've said is there was no plans to really do anything with this game but now because of the popularity of it they now have more plans for the game um there is uh things that they can do because of the game's ending there are, uh, 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 what did they talk about? Um, uh, plot threads that were, you know, left open, but then they also kind of hinted at that possibly they were lying about the direction that they were going to go. So, you know, he, he basically, he was a big old tease is what it was. Um, They they really don't. He said that they really don't have any idea which direction they want to go. And I think that honestly, because of some of the things that I was reading that he said, that it's because they have so many different directions that they can go with this game. Um, but like I said, it's extremely popular and uh, it it's uh, it's a really fun game. A lot of people are actually going through and playing it again. Um, so. Yeah, it's uh, of course, it's not going to be ready for some time. We'd already know that with the games that uh, people are putting out right now. There's several delays going on and uh, because of still COVID and uh, it's still rearing its ugly head out there and causing a lot of problems. So uh, uh, we can look at what happens to games that, you know, don't wait, and don't take care of what they need to take care of. We've already seen that happen with a couple of big surprises, which I did not expect with Cyberpunk 2077 being one of them. And uh, 
But yeah, so more content is on the way. Don't expect for it right around the corner, of course, because like we said, things are going to take time with state of affairs the way they are. So uh, yeah, real popular game that just uh, kind of, you know, came out of nowhere. And uh, these guys now, one of the things they talked about, and actually I, I almost forgot that I brought this up or didn't bring this up, is that they they made this for like next to nothing. Um, this game was made for, uh, it was made on the cheap and uh, they don't necessarily, they're not making any money off of it because they gave it out for free. Now, uh, the only way that they could really make any money now is with DLC. So people are speculating on the fact of whether or not they're going to have a big, huge bunch of DLC content that comes out before the next game or the next expansion or the part two. But then other people are speculating on the fact that if they do create a part two, then it gives them the chance to get in bed with a really big company like uh, Sony or whomever else they decide to go with at that point. So, yeah, there's a couple of different options that these guys could take. Uh, but who knows, man, if you're a fan of bug snacks, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't checked it out. Uh, it is on Epic. So I'm thinking about downloading it and just playing it for fun. Uh, but yeah, check it out guys. So there we go. Real popular game that came out of nowhere. Once again, uh, last thing that I want to talk about <clears throat> is Fortnite, man. Uh, Fortnite is in the news again. Uh, they, you know, we talk about these uh, cross-branding that Fortnite is the king of doing. And now they have uh, Terminator and Predator things that are available. Um, they have the T-800 Terminator and Sarah Connor, which are now part of the uh, game, and also the Predator. Uh, now, it's kind of cool because you can see these characters doing these funny-ass dances that you see on Fortnite. You play Fortnite way more than i do <laughs> yeah, um, i mean i haven't played in a week also, and a half but yeah but they also have uh they also have uh if you're a uh a fan of the uh european soccer clubs they have uh uh skins and etc for those uh people have been seen playing those on streams it's you know all that kind of thing well basically this is what they've added in this game. This is uh uh this is just this season and this is this is since December 2nd, okay? You have Star Wars The Mandalorian and Baby Yoda, God of War's Kratos, you have Halo's Master Chief, The Walking Dead's Daryl Dixon and Michonne. You have uh the skin there's a skin that's based on a Spanish streamer named David the Grefg Martinez. And uh, when he revealed that skin, by the way, on uh, Twitch, it just like destroyed Twitch on, as far as records are concerned. Um, you have the Predator from all those movies and you have soccer kits from 23 different clubs <laughs> with a Pele goal celebration. So it's just it's just crazy, man. I mean, you, you've got all these. uh uh, uh you know, different things that they're doing. Well, that being said with these new skins that came out and whatnot, Fortnite is already offering refunds on the Terminator skins. Uh, people who purchased the T 800 Terminator skin because of some misleading, uh, uh, verbiage. Um, so basically what it said was, uh, this was all added to the uh, the thing on uh, January 22nd and the Terminator skin. This is based on James Cameron's Terminator 2 Judgment Day, by the way. This is the metallic skeleton, okay? The T-800. Now, um, you can purchase the skin for 1500 and 1800 V-Bucks, respectively. That's Sarah Connor and the T-800. Um, but they said that also available were the Technogrip Axe and Cyberdyne Salute Emote and etc. blah blah blah. Well, those were not included. Um and uh the salute emote was only supposed to come with the T eight hundred skin, and so it did not come with the Sarah Connor skin because the Cyberdyne salute, why would she salute Cyberdyne, right? So anyway, um 
they offered everybody a chance at a refund, uh, said that you, if they are no longer satisfied with their purchase, um, et cetera. So it, this is nothing different. They've, they've done it in the past because people have been pissed off about cosmetics, et cetera. But uh, yeah, so for if you got the Future War set and you were not happy with it, you can get your money back. All you got to do is uh, contacted them and uh, they put out a tweet about it that said that they had corrected the error on Fortnite.com. The T-800 outfit included a built-in emote. If you'd like a refund, you're able to make one, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, a good move on their part. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they had a little bit of good news in it. And then, unfortunately, there was a mistake and they had to fix said mistake. So, but anyway, that's all I've got for you guys, man. Sweet. Um, That's... <laughs> That's interesting. I haven't been on Fortnite in a while, so I didn't know any of the new skins that they were releasing. I knew they were doing a lot for the new season, so I hadn't heard about oh, the well, Daryl Before one. you listen That's to the podcast, cool. spoiler alert then. Before you listen to the podcast, Josiah, spoiler alert. What are you talking about? <laughs> that you didn't know about those skins. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but dude see see all of our listeners are gonna get those jokes every one of them <laughs> <laughs> i just uh no idea what you're talking about um we normally don't uh record i think with us both being this tired so uh forgive us if we yeah. are slurring or not understanding each other's jokes us, bro <laughs> It's just one of those days where I'm just like, I don't even know what you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it was a good show. I think we talked about uh, yeah. good stuff this week. Um, Absolutely. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, be sure to go out there and play some new games. I really challenge people to play new games. I feel a lot of pe- like a lot of people just play the same games over and over, and that's fine. Um, I know how it can be habitual and... It can also be relaxing to play a game that you don't have to learn, you know? Um, but I do challenge you to like pick up a new game that you've never played before and see what it's about, you know? Cause it's really fun when you find a game that is, re- you know, refreshingly awesome, even though nobody said it was, you know, and that's how I feel about mass effect Andromeda. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. it, it's really cool. And as I said, with things like game pass and even, all these other new services that are similar. Um, there's a lot of games that you can play out there. And I'm sure that everyone listening has a back catalog that they have not touched. So go out and play a game that you've never played before. And, uh, you know, be positive about it. You know, look at the yeah. the game through new eyes, you know. And uh, at the same time, you know, if it's a game that everyone says is good and you don't like it, you know, it can be shit. That's fine. <laughs> these big morals <laughs> these big morals that i'm talking about right now <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah and if you don't like it fuck you <laughs> that's okay man you know but uh yeah thanks for listening everyone and uh i hope y'all are having a great january and um absolutely yeah we'll we'll be back next week with another brand new episode and uh Stay safe, guys. And uh, always remember, it's not the newest news in gaming. Unless it's a new to us. There we go.